We should begin with spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yo guys, this is Archibald III, producer for For Your Viewing Pleasure podcast. Just a slight warning, there are going to be some spoilers in this episode. So, um, listen at your own discretion. It's a warning! <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. You are listening, you are listening to, to, to For Your Viewing Pleasure. Roll sound! Great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, and I feel like there's going to be times that you have to sacrifice your own. But for it's, the you're, it's still a person at the do. end of the day. No, yeah, I but know. the point is, what would you do? That's the second. No, one. this is kind of like Jesus sacrificing his only child, but you know, to save us. Are you Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode six of season two of For Your View and Pleasure podcast. Who do we have in the studio? Esther. <laughs> Mr. M, aka Michael. And I don't have a name today. Oh, what? No, you have to have a name. I don't, to, I didn't have time. I uh, honestly didn't have can time. We just, can you just make one up on the fly? Is that on the spot? Um, you always have a name. What have we got? I'm going to call myself Dariqua the Explorer. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that can work. That's <laughs> actually a good one. I, like I am Dorica the Explorer. Um, how's everyone's week been, guys? Or so, uh, last couple Stress. of weeks? Oh, just busy, isn't it? Busy, busy. And it's only Wednesday, but I feel like since we last recorded, there's just been so much going on. Um, it's true. Just it's true. Life, things have escalated. People are staying in East London. <laughs> <laughs> what? Stop. 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 <laughs> I mean, I always, I always rep East London, but not that hard, isn't it? You know what I mean? Ooh, no, no puns. No, 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 Did you say East London? Yes, they use the word hard in East London. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Anybody watch Captain Marvel yet? No. No, I haven't had the chance to watch it yet, you know. Obviously, Endgame is leaning closer and closer. Oof, and the trailers are... The trailers are, are being banged out. Do you know, I'm still upset that Captain America hasn't got a beard, you know? I still haven't gotten over that. Wait, wait, she hasn't got a beard. Yeah, he might have it at the beginning. Oh, oh, do you know what? When you just said, I thought you were talking about Captain Marvel. I was like, no, 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 no. (laughs) Captain America, when he appeared from the shadows in Infinity War with that beard, I'm sorry, but my ovaries were shaking on the beat. Yeah, he looks like there's something about facial hair on a man. That, I don't know, it just it does something to our our hormones. My my ovaries definitely shakuned on the beat. I'm not even gonna lie. (laughs) When he came out with that beard, mm. out of the remember you remember the scene? It was in the dark. It emerged. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah. I have to watch it again. Now the beard is shaved and I'm just like, oh, he just doesn't look as Yeah, but in a suit sexy, it will look you know? good, won't he? Won't he? Won't he? News, lots of things happening. Obviously Apple did a big event last week. Yeah. They announced loads and loads of things, including Apple TV Plus, which is their new streaming service. They've thrown their hat in the streaming ring. They haven't revealed the pricing yet, have they? Nah, no, they still, haven't. Still waiting for that. <laughs> but 
but they're gonna have obviously original shows on there just like netflix or or um, prime video or what else youtube originals if they want to compete with everyone else because it feels as if though they're copying amazon because obviously amazon's got amazon fire tv stake amazon tv then they've got amazon prime they can't let their prices go more Too than much. like 9.99 yeah, or whatnot more than 10 pounds. if they want to compete with everyone else who's currently I mean, in the market it might be introductory like I don't know, seven pounds. Apple introductory. Yeah, yeah. So Apple don't do no introductory price. They don't. I mean, look at the price of AirPods. I mean, seriously. Oh, true. I mean, yeah, but this is like and their phones. Yeah, but this is. I mean, nah, man. Apple because they have their because they have their loyalty and their. Oh my god, we didn't actually even talk about the fact that Archie isn't here. (laughs) Oh. Oh, oh my god! I'm just gonna be listening, thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold up. Okay, so yeah, as you can see, as one can see. one member of the podcast, you can see. Mr. Producer Man, is not as you can hear. Yeah. As you can hear, one member of the podcast isn't here. Archibald the third, he is currently in the midst of his dissertation at the moment in uni, so he's got his head down, yeah, getting that sorted. So he won't be joining us today. So it's just gonna be the three of us. Sorry, we forgot about you, Archie. We love you. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, back to Apple TV Plus. Yeah. I don't know. But it'll be interesting to see what type of originals I mean, they, they come really out with. Well, I mean, they announced the TV show with Oprah. Uh, not TV show. Oprah is going to be doing two Decent, original yeah. shows with them. Mm. There's going to be an original TV sh- uh, series with Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's like they brought out they they brought out they some did the big, big guns. guns. They, they didn't yeah. bring out the you big know. guns. I heard or read, should I say? Why does feel like? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm a bit like me. I'm, I, I mean, I'm not. An, I'm not an Apple user. I have. A, I have a MacBook. See, I'm, so, I'm not yeah. an Apple user. The problem is, I, mean, I there's am. Apple TV already. Is it Apple TV? <sighs> yeah, no, there is. Yeah, 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 that's why. I I think the Apple TV guys are going to jump on board, and because Apple has such a massive following, regardless of what they release, people jump on board and yeah, take it up di- anyway. But this is different to a phone or different to AirPods. You reckon? Like because okay. I hear you out. Okay, let me hear me out. So we've got. Currently, we've got Netflix, we've got, you know, Amazon Prime and all that stuff. And, like, with things like Amazon Prime and even Apple TV and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, people stream things yeah, yeah, already. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I mean, of, of course, like, people stream things and people have got Amazon Prime, people have got Netflix. But what is going to be that different about Apple TV Plus that is going to make me think, okay, no, let me ditch Netflix or let me ditch streaming. Mm. <laughs> And let me jump on to probably pay more. It's going to be the original shows. That's it. Because basically Netflix, you've got Netflix and um, Amazon Prime fills some of the voids that Netflix don't yeah, fill yeah, for some yeah, of the shows. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got YouTube Originals, which is like they've got good original shows. Yeah, they have. In terms of the streaming services, it's like Amazon solves the problem that Netflix gives you. So that's kind of them two encapsulated together. Like yeah. So what one. is what is Apple TV's void? What void that's what filling? I'm saying. The void they're gonna fill is the original shows. If they've got original shows that bang or original shows that everyone's talking about, like for example, say they release a Bird Box or a You or shows like that that everyone's talking about, mm. then it will cause people to. It's kind of like what Tidal did with taking their music off all the other platforms and then only putting it on Tidal. People were forced to sign up to Tidal Tidal. in order to be able to... So if they've got original shows that everyone's talking about or that there's demand for, people will kind of slyly buy into it. And I do think with Apple, you know, they have their religious followers who, regardless whether they have Netflix, yeah. Prime or regardless whatnot, they will still, yep, I'm getting plus still, so that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm fully submerged into the Apple stuff. Well, I will see. 
Them man that shower with their AirPods on. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mean, I'll I'll be interested to see what Oprah brings out. But you'd think that she would concentrate on her own network. Network. I mean, I'm sure it's in conjunction with Mm. but still. Yeah, she's still, she's going to be doing two documentaries documentaries with them. Okay. But I don't know what else. They obviously must have paid her a lot of money. Like They they better not take away Greenleaf. Cancelled on Netflix. No, it's, it's probably because Netflix has probably locked her into to a bit of a long contract. Let's face it, in it. So I think Greenleaf is safe where it is, and she'll be hosting her book club on the Apple Network as well. Which obviously, when she had her show, Oprah's book club was like a really big deal. So that kind of coming back on the Apple Network might give them a few ratings, especially the older kind of mummies and. Older housewives <laughs> club, they love the book club. That was their thing. So yeah, yeah who knows? Yeah, oh no, still Let's wait for the pricing information because they they might. They I might... bet it's gonna be like fifteen pounds. Oh god, I'm, I'm, I'm not paying. I'm officially it. a grown up now because I'm paying for so many things. Like who's for, I'm actually double the price I'm of Netflix. D- that's no. true. Mm. Even paying for Amazon, at least Amazon Prime, they give you like thirty days free. And the delivery for Prime is just yeah, it's amazing. So it comes with something. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I understand why people get Prime because it's so much. It makes sense in, in that thing. <laughs> Netflix, yeah, you know, it's just there. I just, there's actually no need for me to have it, to be honest. But yeah, I think Netflix was one so. of the first streaming, like yeah, yeah, proper yeah. streaming networks or whatever you want to call it. Out the platforms. Wish you had there. shares in Netflix Bro. when mm. it first came out. Listen, there's a lot of back in the day when I was still getting, I was renting DVDs from Love Film. Remember Love Film? Oh yes, Love Film. <laughs> Love film got blown out of the world by Netflix, uh, where? So, NAACP awards happened a couple of days ago. There was some controversy on the timeline with uh, Amari Hardwick and Beyonce, but we won't get into that. Yeah. That was beautiful. And we're going to talk about the winners. Did he hit the lips? No, <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't hit the lips. <laughs> it hit one point, one no, quarter like, of the lips. Like maybe, yeah. You know, like Beyonce draws on her lips a bit more extra, so probably he hit, <laughs> he hit, the, he hit the, the liner. The liner, the yeah. The lip liner. Oh man. Um yeah, in terms of the winners, I know Anthony Anderson actually hosted the awards and he won I think he won um actor. as an actor in a comedy yeah. series. Um but then you had people like Letitia Wright who won um an award and she gave an amazing speech. Tracy Ellis Ross also won. A lot of blackish stars won actually because supporting actor Marcus um Scribner won for Blackish as well. Mm. And um, Marseille Martin won for Blackish. Yeah. So Blackish really took took home some awards. Yeah. Um, I think Power won as well, drama drama series, and Amari Hardwick won best actor in a drama. Yeah. But um, yeah, what do we think about the winners? All all well deserved. I thought Jesse Williams winning for Grey's Anatomy was a bit random, but he's always winning, and I just don't get it. <laughs> I, no, no, I don't. I mean, I get, I get. It's just it. because he's good looking. That's all. <laughs> well, no, 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 it's not. He's not. Williams he's not fine. my time. He's, he's a fine. Come on. No, do you know? Do you know what it is? Yeah. He's a hot for most I just of feel the like looking at. There. Okay. Looking at um. <laughs> looking at the other nominees for these things, I'm thinking, did Amari Hardwick really deserve that? Oh, you really? You think? So Amari Hardwick was Jason Mitchell. He was against Jason Mitchell and the Shy. Kofi Cerebro and Queen Sugar, Sterling K. Brown, uh, This Is Us, and Keith David for Greenleaf. To be fair, I'm quite surprised Sterling K. Brown didn't win. That's what I'm thinking. Because they give him all of the awards. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, maybe Sterling K. Brown won last year or something. Yeah, they wanted, maybe. They wanted to spread, spread, spread the it, love. Yeah. Jesse Smollett was in the <laughs> Yeah, but he didn't come. Did you see Chris Rock's joke? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if he came and won it? <laughs> that would have been so funny. Um, Kerry Washington... One for how to get away with murder. 
Kerry Washington. Oh, Leahy v. The Commonwealth, the crossover episode. Oh, okay. But that's weird that Viola didn't get nominated. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But... All right. Lynn Whitfield won for Outstanding Actress in a Drama Series. Yeah, Green. yeah. I think that I think that is well deserved. Uh, Bobby Brown. Yeah, I saw that's Oh, do you that's know what? Yeah. I saw yeah. that and I thought, what did he win? Not realizing it was a um, NAACP awards. Yeah, I mean, um, Michael B. Jordan won for Fahrenheit for To be honest, given. Come if, on, <laughs> man. Look at the other nominees. Look wait, at the other wait, nominees. I don't know who. Look was, at the other nominees. Oh, what? John Legend. John Legend. All right, cool. That, that was. Uh, Obviously, Miss Regina King won for Seven Seconds, which is well deserved. And um, Oprah Winfrey won for an outstanding news information, I guess, special. Mm. Oh, the um, real one. Coming Michelle Obama on OWN. Um, the real one talk series. I think they win actually. All the, I think they win. They won Emmy. I think they've won two Emmys or an, or no, they've won an Emmy and they've, they're nominated again for an Emmy. Yeah. Um, Marseille Martin actually won twice. She won for outstanding performance by youth as well, which she's really good in Blackish. To be fair, no, she is. She um, is very good. Yeah, and the win. I mean, the winners goes. The winners goes on and on. To it's be quite yeah, a lot. Quite of, a, few, a lot of, yeah. long list. There's a long list. Blackish did take up. A lot. Even Jada Pinkett, Jada Pinkett won for best um, like hosting a talk or news. Yeah. yeah, shout out to Ella May as well. She won outstanding new artist. Oh, Bruno Mars won best male artist. Yeah, so there's a lot. He's not black, lot. is he? Yeah, I thought he was like. What was Isn't he? Isn't he Mexican? Yeah, he's Colombian Mexican. No, he's not Mex. No, he's not Mexican. Oh, wait. <laughs> wait, Bruno Mars is not Mexican. He's not. No, black, he's from he? Hawaii. Oh, that's it. Okay, but what is his Hawaiian? Is not black or what? <laughs> Well, he's 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 got black in him, so so what a, a smidgen, <laughs> a, smidgen <laughs> a smidgen of black that you can be oh. nominated. Oh, okay, one, a smidgen, a one smidgen. I don't. Um, black Panther won for best soundtrack, and I don't even. All I mean, I stars. guess the, the, um, Ken, the Kendrick and Cesar. Was only that song though? Was it the whole album? No, the whole. It was best soundtrack. So oh, yeah. and they won outstanding duo mm. or collaboration. Um, all the stars. LMA also won outstanding album, which is very well done for her. Nice. Little British girl done good. So what? This this awards is a mixture of everything, like film. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just black. Yeah, yeah black. It's just, just as long as anything black. As as yeah. Yeah. Entertainment. I Negro. got you. Okay. This is America won best visual album video. Is it well like? They've got literary awards. They've got cartoon. They've got everything basically. Yeah, I see that. Documentaries. Um, Amazing Grace actually won, which was which is um. Aretha Franklin's new, um, the documentary that's coming out about her Amazing Grace album, which I don't know if you guys have heard about this. It was an album that was recorded. Like the recorded one in the church. Whole, yeah, they recorded yeah, the we, whole album. Yeah. Um, I think we had it on the trailer list, yeah, but we yeah. didn't get to talk about it because we ran out How of time. How the hell did Tony Braxton win Outstanding Song, Traditional, Long as I Live? Have you ever heard that song? Mm, um, I can't say that I have. I mean, to be fair, most of, what, what, what's, what's a traditional song? What, like pure R&B or something or what? Mate, who knows? Oh, fair enough. To be fair, I don't know the other <laughs> the other nominees either. Who knows? Ryan Coogler. Yeah, so anyway, well done to the winners. Yeah. Shout out to all the British guys as well. Letitia Wright and Ella May and, and all of that jazz. Um, I would say that our black artists need to keep patronising things like the NAACP because... Oh, of, I mean? course, like, of a lot, course. A lot of times, though, what happens is that once they hit the big time they Did leave yeah. they leave the BET awards and the NAACP mm-hmm. awards alone and then they go to like the big the bigger awards yeah. but obviously you know I think it was a really good symbol of um 
of power having the Carters there, to be honest. Mm. And I think that means that it's probably going to put NAACP in a good stead for next year because people are going to be like, oh, the Carters went this year. So it's probably the place to be next year. Mm. I know obviously Jay-Z was there because he won an award, but I think it's really important that he actually did go there physically yeah. to mm-hmm. accept the award. I mean, so. sometimes they go to the BT Awards as well. Yeah, but you know, some of the artists, they feel like they're too good for some of these yeah, awards yeah. once they start getting the Emmys and the SAGs and the... Yeah, but do you know what like, when was the last time The Rock went to NAACP? But you know what? I feel like a lot of black actors or musicians they go, they stop going to these. No, I wouldn't even say lesser awards, but you know, black the hood, the hood awards, <laughs> <laughs> the black awards. They stop going to them, but then like it takes one bad movie, and you and you're and you're back, praying and you're back, you're praying <laughs> you're back for that list. It takes one bad movie, or maybe you know. And then you're just back going to BET Awards, like. Well, good luck to them all. Good luck to the NAACP Awards for next year. And congrats to all the winners. On to a new story that actually we tweeted about earlier on uh, last week, I think mid mid last week, which was about the movie Us. Now we're gonna be talking about Us later on, but Us basically set a box office record for original um, horror you know film. What? I'm, I'm it really opened with that's right, dog. <laughs> it really did. Um, for an R-rated movie, which is good for the culture. Um, do you know what? Regardless of what I think is, I'm gonna when we start talking about, it, I will mm. explain more. But regardless how how I feel about it, this is massive. Like, yeah, do you know what I mean? It's huge. It's really especially, good, especially for the horror genre because mm. black people die in the first scene of yeah. a horror movie. Yeah. So the fact that black people are in a horror movie, they're the lead, and I think Lupita broke a record as well for like the um, the highest gr- opening for a horror movie a starring a female black lead. Yeah. So I think obviously it's, it's a good shout for them, as in Jordan Peele, especially for the horror genre and the fact that um, you know we've got like black people kind of doing it in that genre we're not we're not usually recognized in that kind of space yeah so the fact that um we have not only gotten into that space but actually done really well mm-hmm. and and now hollywood should actually start taking notice things like black panther things like us that are having these big opening numbers and ending up grossing way more than it even took to make the film because i think the film was 20 million so in the opening week, it recouped its it recouped mm. that money and then some. So yeah, I mean yeah, well done to Jordan Peele. Yeah, yeah, I'm so happy for him, and if yeah, he's done well. He's doing big things. He's yeah. doing big things. There's not um, many black horror directors, should I say, or writers. There's not black horror movies, black horror yeah, directors. True. I was I was listening to one of my favorite podcasters, The Read, and um, Kid Fury was talking about the fact that what he would ultimately want from Jordan Peele is to basically create a Peele universe. So when yeah. he starts, so basically like Get Out, Us, like the new, new Candyman is all going to be part of like the universe. And at some point they're all going to cross over or we're going to find out. Yeah, so if not? he why starts not? to create like a, like a horror kind of like Jordan Peele yeah. universe, then it becomes like a whole thing. And he was like, that's ultimately what he would want Jordan Peele to do. Not that Jordan Peele's definitely going to do that. That would be sick actually. he would actually. want yeah. him to like create his own universe and have like all these characters. Obviously the new, the next film coming out is going to be Candyman. Mm-hmm. Um, and he obviously wants to stay in that horror. Yeah. He's going to be like the new Guillermo del Toro, isn't he? Going to, of, of, um, of black horror movies. Yeah. I like what he's doing, man. Yeah, that's it's, brilliant. it's cool. So yeah, big up, big up to the cast and the crew now i can't remember if it was last week or maybe a week and a half ago yeah we had a trailer for a this video yeah. popped up online and it was 
um, the original cast members or the two lead cast members of Bill and Ted. Now, if you were <laughs> born in the 90s, you might not know this movie. No. <laughs> really? No. You don't know Bill and Ted? No. Excellent. Party okay. time. You don't know Bill and Ted? <laughs> I don't think I do. That was brilliant. Hey, Alex Winter looks Oh, so yeah, and I think that was so. Basically, the movie stars Keanu Reeves. That was how Keanu Reeves. Um, it was kind of his breakout role. Really, it was a yeah, it was when he was a very young lad, hundred percent. And um, he starred alongside a guy called Alex Winter, who is obviously not as famous <laughs> as Keanu is now. <laughs> Has he done anything? He might have done a little little something here and there. I ain't checked the Wikipedia filmography or TV TVography. I know that's not a word, but TV appearances. So Bill and Ted was um a very very famous franchise in the late 90s early noughties yeah and they are they announced that they are going to make a new bill and ted movie happen which obviously all the old people like me who were born who was born in the 80s were very excited about i saw a couple people post up on instagram saying oh well like really excited about this and wait do you mean late 80s early 90s yeah okay because you said you said the 90s, late 90s. Oh, no, no, okay, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I mean beginning, I late 80s, early, early 90s. Yeah, late yeah. 80s, early 90s. Okay. Um, yeah, so what do we think? What do you, I mean, I know this is probably only relevant to Michael. <laughs> to be honest. Because <laughs> Michael's older than me. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to it because I loved Bill and Ted 1 and 2. Uh, excellent adventure. I can't remember what that one was called. And it's one of those enjoyable films. Happy Go Lucky. And it's just... Do you think there's a place in 2019 for it though? I think the diehard fans and the people who watched it back then will probably go and watch it again. And then it's going to intrigue those who've never heard of it and who has watched it. Yeah, I think it's kind of like the same the same premise of the Millennium Tour, isn't it? Mm. The, people who, the people who are fans <laughs> of the B2Ks and the Lloyds and the Ashantis or whatever, they'll buy tickets for the Millennium Tour. It doesn't necessarily mean that the new kids on the block who listen to Takeshi 69 or whatever <laughs> that guy's name is or, who, you know, all those people will necessarily buy into the Millennium Tour, but definitely the diehard fans of that, that era will definitely buy into it. So, yeah, you know, if they can make it, I think people will go and see it. Yeah, definitely. Are they, are they, were they stupid in the film? They were just, it's like coming of age. They were just two kids like just acting stupid and but not stupid just like imagine surfers that are a bit dopey yeah dude a bit stupid and they have a time machine (laughs) let's put it that way dopey guys with a time machine (laughs) (laughs) you will okay cardi b is about to enter into the film world y'all she is about to make her debut in guess what a stripper movie (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so it won't be that much acting for her as we all know Cardi B was once a stripper the film is called Hustlers and basically it also stars Jennifer Lopez and Constance Wu and it's also called Julia Stiles remember Julia Stiles no she was in Save the Last Save the Last Dance and it's also and it's also got and the gag is (laughs) Miss Kiki Palmer. Oh, <laughs> Western are they all strippers in the film? Is it a true story? Julius, as well? has she been a stripper? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> is it a true story? I don't know. I I don't know. Actually, I was trying to read to find out if it was, but I couldn't see it anywhere. So it sounded like it was some woman wrote something in the. It's New the York. most random cast I've ever seen in my entire life. Who's and Constance Wu. I just I just feel like, what is it? 
Like, what, what is the movie? Are they all working in a one stripper place? <laughs> uh, is, is, what is it? Like, is Cardi B the madam? Is Julia Stiles the madam? I don't know, I don't know. It's confusing to me. Oh. How but do you think she'll truly, be as an actor? She's, she's going to be rubbish. Constance Wu was the one in um, Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, she was in Crazy Rich Asians. Wait, yeah. she was nominated for an Endeavor Lucy Pew Award. Oh, she, she kind of be a stripper as well. In Constance Wu? She can't have been. <laughs> That's why I'm just checking. <laughs> she can't. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. But yeah, what do we what do we think about Cardi? She was sorry. Constance Wu was nominated for an NAACP actress in the motion picture. Maybe she's got like one forty fifth. Maybe she's got black a smidge of black in her as well. Or do they just mean? No, but to be fair, the f- NAACP is, isn't it the advancement of coloured people? And yeah, okay, so, I guess so she's maybe a person they, of they color. put some Asians. Uh, the film was successful, so I guess maybe they thought. Yeah. She didn't win though. It was Amanda. Amanda. You know she weren't gonna win. Oh, if she oh, won, there would have been an uproar. <laughs> but then why nominate her if he wasn't gonna? Win? I don't know. No. Now we are on to our trailer segment. First trailer up for discussion. <laughs> Dariqua and the <laughs> Lost City. When I saw this, I thought it was a fake trailer, you know. But why is Zero Twenty Five? The only one I saw, um, what's her name? What's that? Um, Eva Longoria. Eva Longoria. I thought, okay, maybe this isn't a joke. I saw it on um, IMDb. That's when I realized it wasn't a joke. I'm sorry. Okay, now my experience of Dora the Explorer is that Dora is an Afro Latina mm-hmm. because she's uh, is she Afro Latina. She's brown as hell in the cartoon. Proper. But I've never. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. She's brown as hell in the cartoon, so to me, it's like why is she not black? She's an, a, a, but at least be at least be brown, at least be car, at least give me Dominican, at least give me Cardi, give me like I'm sorry, she's hella light, <laughs> and she's old as well. She's, she's she, obviously Latina, that's fine. But to me, I'm like Dora. Dora, I see Dora as Afro Latina. I do. I do you know. I've never, I've never once thought of that. Because she's brown. She's yeah. very brown in the cartoon. Very brown. So oh, wait, to me, me I'm like, okay, fine. They've put a Latina in there, but then the Latina they've put in there, she's she's a bit light to me. Well, I know we're she always... She isn't talk- that dark. I know man. we're always talking about colorism. No, but she looks like a, like an Adrian Bailon color. Nah, and she's... you wouldn't say that Adrian is black, would you? Nah, but you that's good. She looks light there. I don't she know. When, look, I, watch, when I watch the cartoon... <laughs> She looks dark to me. I'm sorry. She's not that dark. She's like a. Well, she no. I get what you mean. She's not. She's white. a mocha. She's not like a white Spanish person. To be honest, I only have a problem with her age, man. She just looks like bigger. Than and then she's did you see Diego? She's Diego tall. Diego, Diego is a grown man. <laughs> Diego, is a He's a Diego, Diego pays taxes. <laughs> I, oh man! I, I think this movie is going to bomb. You reckon? It, even, it looks like it will. It, but, looks, like it looks like straight to DVD. But, it looks like a joke. It looks like straight to DVD. Kids. And the thing is, I don't know how many children, I don't know how big Dora the Explorer still is. It is, I mean, we is all it know. Still, is it still big though? Because but it's baby, it's, we all know it's Baby Shark and Peppa Pig. Wait, it, are we expecting it to go to cinema or? It is going to the cinema. Wait, do, oh, your it is children, cinema. do your children watch nah, Dora the Explorer? That's really. why I feel, I feel like when my sister was little, Dora the Explorer was, that was, yeah, I used that to watch was, it. My sister was on it. And it had the really good theme tune. Do you know what I mean? They had a spin-off with Diego and all that stuff. But I really, I just feel like they have... I just think they got it wrong. So do I. It's like, I mean, I know we're not talking about it now and this is a bit of a segue, but the Kim Possible trailer, like, 
<laughs> I even forgot about that. <laughs> they got it wrong. I mm. just feel like they got has it that, wrong. Do, has that film come out? No, not yet. Uh, what film? Um, Impossible. Oh, Kim Possible. Yeah, I'm not watching this. I'm not even watching it for bands. <sighs> nah, neither <laughs> am I. It's not on my list of anything to watch. Ignored. Yeah, next. <laughs> so, Batman's butler, Mr. Alfred Pennyworth, is getting his own TV show. Is it a TV show or is it a movie? I thought it was, it was a, like movie. a movie. It might be a movie. Was a movie. I feel this is a waste of time, man. I feel like they've run out of things to do, and then they just trying to still keep the coins, keep the keep the, <laughs> keep is, the story do, going. Is it needed? Do we want a story about Pennyworth? But how prevalent is he in like Batman's like films? He is. I, think, I mean, yeah, because he's he's, he's his main like carer, but, the person that looks after him after his parents die in it. So he is okay, an important yeah, okay, part. Okay. It's a TV series, guys. I knew it. Is it a TV series? Yeah. Oh snap! It's a TV series. What so is it from when, like, it's gonna be on this this <laughs> new channel that a lot of things are coming on now. Epics. Epics. Yeah. Okay. I've seen a lot of um, shows that are coming on. I don't. I don't know if it's like a rebranded channel of another channel that mm. existed. Yeah, or yeah, 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 yeah. Because there's a lot of shows on it. So, but yeah, it's it's on Epics. Yeah. And um, yeah, so they release a teaser trailer, which obviously um, is in our show plan. What do we What do we think? You don't think there's a need for yeah, it? Yeah, I don't think there's a need for it. I'll, I'll probably end up watching it anyway. But but maybe it will discuss like their relationship, the origin of their relationship and stuff. Or what he did prior to becoming like a yeah, butler. Yeah, because stuff. He, Cause he was he's a former SAS soldier, SAS, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, military stuff because he's then, a good fighter and stuff like that. So And then he forms a security company and then he goes to work for Thomas Wayne in the 1960s. Mm. So he's been a part of that Wayne family for... Is that, uh, is that um, Bruce? Bruce Wayne's dad, yeah. yeah for an absolute the longest of times it would be interesting how he transitions from each um role that he's been in like sas security company butler like, but in the in the teaser he looks quite young so yeah. they're probably mm. going to take a while to get, to get there to when he gets to that's true yeah they're probably, they might... you know he might meet he might meet um he might meet thomas wayne like right at the end of the season, season or something one. in the last episode mm. do you know what i mean true mm. um I, yeah i don't know i don't know about this I don't know about this. Hmm. I mean, is it needed? Is it needed? On the flip side, it, he is an important part of Bruce's life because he literally becomes his parent, his carer, the person who mentors and him and so and he also and helps makes him all the gadgets stuff. and stuff, doesn't he? Yeah, so I guess it is good. That, yeah, we do kind of need it, but we don't at the same time. Cause do you think this is better as a TV series or a movie? I think this should just done a movie and be yeah, done with then, it. Yeah, but then DC are winning on the TV front. So yeah, that's true. Maybe actually would be better as a TV that's series. That's true. I'll watch it when it comes yeah, out. Yeah, I think I might watch it. Okay, yeah. next on the list, Unicorn Store, which Who coincidentally this? I did. <laughs> no, me and Mike watched it and thought, what the fuck is this? <laughs> no, no, the, but the reason I added it is just because of how topical it is. Because obviously we were talking about Captain Marvel. It stars Brie Larson from Captain Marvel. Mm. But then also she directed the movie. Yeah, I saw that. It also Daniel stars L. Samuel L. Jackson, who stars alongside her in Captain Marvel. That's true. The reason I wanted to talk about it is because obviously up until now, all we've kind of seen from her is how much people don't really like her because she looks boring. <laughs> I mean, this I don't know if this is helping. Yeah. <laughs> but then, I mean, at least it shows that she kind of has some strings to her bow, like directing a whole movie <laughs> okay, for Netflix. Okay, I mean, looks... I just thought the whole trailer was a bit confusing. Like, does she... I mean, if somebody... Okay, let's just say I started saying, oh, I want a unicorn. 
and building a, a stable unicorn way house. Unicorn. center you mental institute <laughs> oh no the film is some white people shit i mean a hundred percent but but the next time we'll see her outside of her being a superhero mm. is this movie so is this helping with i don't know the the advancement of her acting no nah, i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> no, wow. I mean, people no. are just gonna watch Whoa. it and say ah oh, this is dead because it does I mean the trailer just looks really like is this is do you think Samuel Jackson did it just as a bit of a favour probably I think so probably. I mean he just seems like he does anything yeah oh wow <laughs> wow <laughs> 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 Uncle Samuel you know, you know what he's made his money He he's cashed out sort of thing so he just what well, I'll do anything. Mate, I'm sorry. Once he did six snakes on a plane, it was it was it was <laughs> it was well. There are snakes <laughs> on this motherfucking plane. Yeah, once he did snakes on a plane, you knew he didn't give a toss anymore, man. Okay, so no one cares about the trailer. Nah, not really. All right, fine. Okay, cool. Last black man in San Francisco. This was you, right? It's it Sundance, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I was watching it thinking. <laughs> the show plan's not complete if there isn't a Sundance film or trailer. There has to be a Sundance. It's got to be a Sundance. Even even the movie on Spotlight is a Sundance. <laughs> what do we think? <laughs> I mean, it's not something. It's too thought provoking for yeah, you guys. Yeah, man. As soon as I even had a double Sundance logo <laughs> dropping, like number one, but two, I was like, oh my god. Excuse like, me. Rah. Uh, no, no one feels. No one's watching this. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Are you not a black? I'll man? let you. I'll let you watch it first, and Are then you, not you a black tell man? me if it's worth watching it or not. All right. I wasn't sure if it was well watching the trailer. Is it? I don't know. What are they homeless or something? Living in their car. <laughs> do, do you know what? I, was looking, I thought, did they grow? Did they grow up there? Then they moved and they came back and then yeah. It just wasn't. It was just Listen, weird. blame Archie in it because he finalized the show plan and deleted all the other trailers and left this one in there. Oh, so, Archie, Archie, you know. Archie. Because there was literally when I when Archie was gonna finalize the show plan, there was about eleven trailers in there. Oh. So those were these are the ones he picked. Stranger Things three. I'm looking forward to it because I like. Stranger yep, Things. me too. I love the trailer. I like it. It's well. a good one. It doesn't really give anything away. To be but it's still it says it says everything and nothing all at the same yeah. time. I love trailers like that. Though. And they still look young. Usually by season three, everyone looks everyone, kind of everyone old. Got stubble coming through. By next season, though, hundred percent they will look. They'll like, look older. <laughs> they'll start having voices and stuff. Uh, I mean, you can tell that the the storyline is. Is geared towards them, you know. They're growing, growing up, up, growing yeah. up. Yeah. They can't be playing Dungeons and Dragons and. Oh, but I mean, look at Big Bang Theory. They still oh, play yeah, Dungeons okay, and Dragons. Okay. Geeks, geeks will always be geeks. Yeah, okay. Just so yeah, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. Well done to Netflix. I'm um, I'm hyped. I'm hyped for this one. Can't wait for it to come out. So the Joker, uh, they dropped the the new trailer of the Joker today, starring Joaquin Phoenix. What did we think of the new movie trailer? Well. Um, it seems as if I could be wrong, but like society being so evil and so, you know, it, unforgiving, it turned him it into, drove him into, into, you know, because I mean, obviously, someone like the Joker isn't got mental illness, mm. so, <laughs> so I think maybe, it, I don't know if he's going to be showing like what kind of led him to, you know, all of that. It's the, it's it seems like an origin bit of an origin yeah, story right does. yeah see i'm a bit confused because i want to see how they play it out because my original understanding in all the comics all the cartoons i've ever watched and read of the joker is he fell into toxic waste which is what produced his green hair and his white skin and all of that stuff so 
I'm not sure how they're portraying it or how they're well, gonna flip it in this because it looked to me like he was kind of dying his hair it, and well, still well, like maybe it's um like a more human version of him as opposed to yeah, yeah, but, but they can't, can't flip a, it like that. You can't take a superhero villain yeah. and make him more human. Human, uh, and well, then I mean, either it, you make a superhero film or, or so, a super villain film, I should say in this case, or you don't. So I'm intrigued to see how they they do it, they do it and how they twist them or whatnot, and if they're still going to cover that concept or how he actually becomes Joker and he's mad side because the toxin actually made him a bit crazy as well. So uh, I'm looking forward to it because he looks like Jaqueen. How do you? Jaqueen. Jaqueen. How do you put Joaquin. 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 Is that how you pronounce Joaquin it? Phoenix. Is okay, he's... Mr. Phoenix, yeah. He looks like he plays it well, though. Yeah, I mean, he's lost a lot of weight. Yeah, he but looks so thin. He lost a lot of weight, but the face is still quite... No, nah, his face looked a bit mm, as no, well. No, sucked in. Like, no, he, he, he face. his face looks gaunt. Yeah, it looks. You could see the bone structure. If you if you, if you look at that and you look at him in like um in in Gladiator, face. maybe he's got a wide face. You can see that he's um yeah. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to it. I, I can't wait till it comes out. I'm gonna watch it definitely. The thing is, he's he's quite a handsome dude. So now I feel like he looks a little bit. Bit ugly, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Looks old. He's a good actor, though. I mean, he's he's obviously trying to method it. So let's see what happens. It might Do be that. Do you think everyone's going to compare him to um, what's his name? Well, Heath. Heath, Heath Ledger. Ledger. I think it's going to be a different kind of Joker. That's true. That's true. I think it's going to be a different a different movie. To be honest, I don't really know why they've done this movie. Mm. There uh, was no need for it. It's no. kind of like what we, what we were doing when we were talking about Morbius. It's like there's no. It's true. It's like they have a run out of ideas, so they just they just do you know what I mean? Let's keep let's keep the let's keep it going until yeah. the bigger films come out. Alright, cool. Well, yeah, I mean I don't know if I'm interested in the Joker. I don't know if I'll watch it, but I might you just watch, watch it. Watch I might watch just it. watch it for the bants. Yeah. Just so we can talk about it. We are now at our spotlight segment. And I'm tempted to mix it up. But I'm not going to. I'm gonna keep. <laughs> we're gonna keep what's on the schedule, and Esther is gonna go first. So take it away. What is your spotlight for today? So today my spotlight is working mums or moms. Working moms. Working moms. So it came up on my Netflix. Um, it's a show that's on. Is it CB? One can CBC. And a Canadian. It's a Canadian show. Mm. And it came up. Because I, I remember thinking, this woman looks really familiar, but I just didn't know where I knew her from. So it stars um, Catherine Raitman. And if those that watch um, Blackish, she used to be in Blackish. She was like this, this one of the executives. She used to work in, yeah. um, in Anthony Anderson's office. Yeah. And then, do you know what? She randomly just went. Like, yeah. And she, I think Wanda Sykes replaced her, right? Yeah, yeah. So obviously, I mean, she obviously went to go and do her own show. Yeah. Mm. So she's produced written her and her husband have this production company and they produce a show called working moms and her husband actually plays her husband in the show i think his name is nathan or something like yeah. that in the show, i yeah. didn't know that was her real husband yeah yeah it's her real husband that's why i, I like the two of them together yeah, they, they, they look like a real couple they have they yeah are. they have a <laughs> they have a really nice chemistry yeah like that it makes sense actually yeah so the the show is based around a lady called kate mm-hmm who attends, I guess, a weekly mother's group or something. Well, it's meant to be yoga, isn't it? It's meant to be like mother's group. Baby yoga. But they don't actually do any yoga. Yeah, like they attend like a baby and mum class. 
and three of them no four, about four of them are going back to work so they've been on maternity leave for i guess maybe seven or so yeah. months and they're now going back to work and it kind of shows the different experiences and different challenges that they face of being a mum. some of them are new mums. some of them have kids, have, a, yeah. have a couple of kids so kate is um she works at an is it advert she's a pr yeah, yeah she's a pr exec okay so she's she's a pr executive and she's going back to work and she's just she's juggling you know being you know a high person in her company but then also feeling guilty about missing her son and then missing like his you know first words etc and then she goes back at work and then you know people kind of not taking her seriously or giving her given opportunities that she would have got before she was pregnant to somebody else um a new ex- executive that they hired that's also kind of competing with her for various um accounts and stuff yeah. and you've got another lady called Anne who finds that she's pregnant again after literally just having a baby maybe like less than it was a year like ago. eight months yeah <laughs> the baby's like eight months old. yeah and she's one of those mums that kind of like enjoys her life she's got kids but she's not like one of those huggy huggy ki- mums yeah. if you get what i mean yeah and she finds that she's pregnant again so it's kind of working through that and you have another lady frankie who's going through postpartum depression who doesn't so severely very severely <laughs> and no one's really doing anything yeah about it's, it. it's so weird but anyway. yeah and then you've got another lady called jenny is it jenny yeah who i think is also going through some kind of postpartum. yeah yeah she's going but through it's hers is hers is, is, is manifesting differently yeah a woman who kind of I mean, her husband's a bit useless, but <laughs> he isn't though. <laughs> no, he isn't. In the first, in the first scene between <laughs> the two of them, yeah. But after that, he actually became yeah better. When she went back to work, and he he, he stepped up, he stepped step up. up. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And he and yeah, he was doing it. But she's kind of dealing with how she feels like, like sexually. She doesn't feel sexy or nothing. Mm. She's trying to get her sexy back, but she doesn't get that from her husband. So she's kind of yeah. But the husband was the husband is has he's been urging her because even when he said i'd love to see you in something that has zippers in it or whatever and, yeah and he was trying to flirt with her and she was kind of like oh like, yeah, stop i think because she doesn't what's happening is definitely her problem yeah, I don't it's think her, it's, yeah it's her and her husband's yeah. fine so. so he's a very attractive man so i liked the show because i think i'm reaching that point in my life where you know god willing i'm gonna have children soon and I'm just thinking about, okay, returning to work. Like, my sister as well, she's kind of yeah. in that. I think maybe that's why I also resonate resonate with it because she's just recently gone back to work after having her first baby. And there's just so many different things that you guess, unless you have kids, you might not, you know, it won't ever come to your head. I mean, obviously, you've got the postpartum depression. Yep. I mean, that doesn't happen to everyone. But then you see how, like, Jenny and Frankie were kind of going through similar things, but it was coming out in different ways yeah. and also just kind of getting back. If you haven't been somewhere for nine months and you're coming back into a work environment and it, everything is changed, changed, people think, Oh, because you, you know, you've just had a baby take it easy on you or not, or thinking, I think also some employers probably think she might have another baby again. So let's not give her too, too much responsibility. Like they won't, they won't say that because it's illegal yeah, to say yeah, that. Yeah. But you know, I think these are some of the things and, Later on in season one, you have her wanting to. She got. She gets this job in Montreal. In Montreal, and she she wants to. She wants to go, but she has to basically move for like a short period of time. She takes it. Well, she's offered the job. She takes it, 
And I thought it would be a bigger issue between her and her husband. Mm. But it wasn't. I mean, it was. They fought. It was, but she, he, episodes, but, you know, but he was like, you, you know what I mean? Settled down, yeah. And she went and her son got sick. And like, he was, I think he had, is it meningitis or something like that? It was, yeah, it was some, definitely some, something that was serious. He had a rash. Yeah, yeah. And then they did a blood test. And then it, it was something serious. Yeah. So he had to be hospitalized. And they called her while she's in Montreal. And she's about to give this like presentation. And obviously she's just found out her son is sick. And so obviously she's like, you know what? I'm sorry, my son is sick. And the, her boss that she was working for was kind of like, you need to kind of suck it up. Like, do you want to be here or do you want to be your son? If you want to be high in this company, you have to make, you're going to have to make sacrifices or you're going to lose out. And she's like, lose out on what? And then you just see in the next scene, she has gone, but she's gone all the way back to, I can't remember what part of um, Canada that they live in. Are they, did they live in a diff- in Canada? Yeah. yeah, they lived. I thought they lived in the states, and she was then she was going to Canada. But anyway, no, I think it's a Canadian show. But then it might be set in the states. No, no, I think it's Canada. It's actually set in Canada. Yes, yeah, set in Canada. Okay. Um, she went back to she basically she dropped everything and she went back to see her son because her son was sick. So then, if it's set in Canada, it's not that much of a big deal. That's like me going to work in Birmingham <laughs> for two months. So no, no, but I think it's coming. It's big. I think it's further than it's that. Further. It's further. Much further. Because she was like. Was he like maybe four hours away by mm. plane? It's a long walk. Okay, <laughs> so that's like going to Scotland. Yeah, but wh- if your child is sick, would you? I don't know. I don't know. I would, especially if it's a baby. <coughs> I don't know. It just made me. F- it just made me think of, like, obviously Michael can talk yeah. about this even more. But being a parent and you know your career, but then obviously having to sacrifice things, and obviously I mean maybe not as much for you because mm. you're the because you're the guy, but. Just even the changes like your body goes through in that, I in that think, time. I think the very good thing about this show is that it gives you all the facets and the possibilities of what it's like to be a mum. Yeah. Like the actual beginning stages of being a mum. I mean, I know um, the redheaded lady, she already has kids. But she also deals with the fact that like her her eldest daughter is literally becoming a, a tramp. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's becoming a thought. Um, but you know the fact that um, um, that she, for example, you have her who's had a baby and now she's pregnant again. So that's like a, a, a variable a that you would, you wouldn't really ever think of. Then you've got the um, you know the the mum who's kind of adjusting. You know, Kate is adjusting to being a mum and adjusting to kind of feeling a little bit jealous about the fact that she has to leave her baby with a nanny, mm. and like, is the is the baby gonna start calling the nanny mum and things like that? But then <laughs> she's also got this adjustment that she's got at work with her with her kids. So she's, I think she's probably got one of the most straightforward stories out yeah. of all of them. Yeah, because that is something that happens all. The it time. happens all the time, and then and then you've got um, you know, the other lady who's going through postpartum. She's in a lesbian couple, but she's going through really bad postpartum mm. and it's and it's really manifesting itself in quite destructive ways mm. but it's it's weird like you're used like you said nobody's really doing anything mm. um and then what's the other one the other one who basically seemingly has a perfect life a good looking husband you've just had a baby you're going back to work your husband's willing to stay home in fact mm. Mm. and do and let you go back to work and she's not having it and then she goes back to work and she's now flirting with her boss and there's like so so much destructive behavior, but you can actually see it happening in everyday life. Mm. None of it is like far fetched, and no. all of it is very very normal. And even I really like the kind of like the it's almost like you know when you watch reality TV shows and you got the testimonial. Mm. That weekly mummy yoga class yeah, is yeah. kind of like their testimonial that cuts cuts the show yeah, a little yeah. bit, which is really really nice. Um, 
so yeah i feel like it just deals with like real life issues yeah i and liked it because it was it's real normal. life yeah. yeah it was normal sometimes you don't need all these fantasy or people killing each other yeah superhero things <laughs> sometimes you just need like sometimes people don't need you, to fly some you know sometimes people need to fly Moms want to fly but sometimes away. you need to think okay that could happen to me or what yeah. i mean I, mean, I really liked the and the one with the red hair. Mm. Why? Well, well, not that I liked it, but normally you think, okay, if someone is married, they've got kids already. Having another baby is just a blessing. Mm. But they did not see it as a blessing. They thought they the children they have right now, they're struggling anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And now bring another baby in. There's just so much going on. She was miserable being pregnant. So um, mm. I don't know. What would you give it up to? I'll give. I enjoyed it. I'll give it like a, like a seven point eight. Okay. Eight. Like I, I liked it because it was very realistic. I yeah. can see that happening. Well, not to me. God, <laughs> God forbid. Like <laughs> half of the stories, but you see it all the time. And I guess even at work, I never really know when people come back from maternity leave. I never really notice things like that. Like, or maybe they're like they're finding it hard to adjust mm. and settle in. Yeah. Some and of I think f- I'll be more. I'll be a bit more like understanding. Understanding. Yeah. Because watching it, some of the things will resonate. Like, for example, yeah, the going back to work thing. I was like, hey, Susan, when you're going to back to work, this is how you felt, in it? Because you've been off for such a long time and then you're going back and you're like, oh my God, I want to stay at home with the baby. And they they only did nine months, but doing a year is kind of like, those that's extra really, three months is a, a long time, time like of not doing anything. And also, um, there were some parts which I was watching, and I was, the body changing part, yeah. <laughs> I think most women do go through that because you've had a baby, you're everything, most things about you change, and then getting back into like, not going into too much detail. Romanticness is a bit of a stepping. <laughs> it's a bit of a stepping Intimacy. stone sometimes, isn't it? <laughs> Romanticness. <laughs> it's a bit of a yeah, stepping stone as well, isn't it? So um yeah, uh, you're right. It was. Just, it was it very was, like it was, yeah, yeah. yeah, with a bit of comedy thrown in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would give it yeah seven point five. Same. Seven point five. Yeah. I Same. think it's a, a good. It's a good it's watch. A, it's a good watch. Unoffensive. You can watch it in the background while you're doing things i'm just wondering if like obviously i watched it because i had to but i'm just wondering <laughs> if like, <laughs> if men Michael will actually sit that. down and like want to watch it or if it's not but they might like it for the, the comedy aspect of it mm, maybe and some people are like yourself your dad so they might be okay like i remember this part of when you know mm, it's, a, it's a it's a chick show no it's a chick show but you never know there's a lot of people that would watch it Mm, i wonder do you know it'd be really interested if netflix released their stats on like different shows different shows and gen- genders that watch them and do you reckon, can they get that stats because yeah they can some get it based people on share their netflix. yeah because oh, yeah. <laughs> no but oh yeah that's true no but when you sign up <coughs> you yeah. do put your gender in it though. yeah i know but like it might not be me i might have purchased it but you know it's Someone else you is watching, watching it. it all the time so don't give out the moral of the story don't give out netflix <laughs> cool let it be you that is watching the show Okay, cool. I am going to go next because I feel like Michael Spotlight is probably going to cause a topic of discussion, which well, I would not be involved in science in it. But I am going to do my Spotlight, which is a film called OG. Mm. Obviously, what does OG stand for? Original oh, gangster. gangster. Original gangster. Um, so OG, most people wouldn't have heard of this. It flew very much under the radar. I believe it's a Sundance film which then got purchased by HBO, I believe. You I, might, your son I might be wrong. Yeah. I like thought-provoking cinema. Oh, <sighs> right, all right. 
So the gist of the movie is you've got a guy called Lewis who has been in a maximum security prison for 24 years. He basically got to prison because he shot and killed a guy during a robbery um, when he was a, a young gang member. And it's obviously those kind of social constructs of coming from like a poor background, being in a gang that kind of led him to get into prison. But obviously since he's been in prison, he's actually like re-educated himself. He's got a GED. Um, he's like learnt kind of all around the social constructs that kind of led him there in the first place and why he joined the gang. Mm. And he's, one will say he's definitely a reformed felon, like what you would consider a reformed felon. Mm. And that has been reflected in the fact that his sentence has actually been reduced. He was meant to serve 30 years mm. and he's now served 24 years and he's up for parole. Basically getting early release because of good behavior mm. and obviously being um, a model, I guess, inmate. So he's about five, six weeks away from being paroled. And he's the kind of guy who basically keeps to himself. But at the same time, he's very well respected because the gang that he was in before he went into prison, he's managed to kind of disengage himself from the gang. Mm. Mm. And he kind of just keeps to himself. The gang still operates within the prison, but he kind of keeps to himself. And he's basically just stepped back from all of that and tries to stay out of trouble. He goes to the gym. He works in the auto shop, which kind of gives him a little bit. I think they pay them like a dollar a day. Is this after he gets out? No, no, no. He's still, still, he's in, still prison. in prison, yeah. Mm-hmm. And basically, he's kind of just buying his time until his release, really. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's out in five weeks. He's just got to kind of mind his own business and, and keep out of trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then there's a new guy that comes in called Beecher. And that guy's kind of already gotten sucked in into the, the gang. I think they're called the Uniteds, which is the gang that he used to be part of, mm. as in Lewis used to be part of. But this guy's kind of already been indoctrinated into like the prison gang life and they're asking him to do things. And um, they're planning kind of like a bit of a deadly attack on somebody else in the prison. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. So Lewis kind of catches wind of this and he, I guess he sees himself in the kid a little bit and he catch, kind of catches wind of this and he tries to kind of, you know, like dissuade him from kind of running with the wrong gang. And he kind of gives him a little bit of, you know, big uncle, you know, OG advice and says, you know, you know, he says something along the lines of like self-respect, honesty, like these are the kind of things that you need in here. You just got to keep your head down, stay out of trouble. But the thing about it is that this kid doesn't, initially the kid doesn't really listen. But at the same time, because Lewis is an OG, Mm. he's not a snitch. So I think the prison investigator knows that something's coming and they're aware of it, but like Lewis won't snitch. They yeah. they bring him in and they ask him like, listen, you know what's going on here. Do you know what I mean? You're one of those cats. You know everything that happens. You might not be involved, but you know what's going on. Yeah. So tell us. And he's kind of like, no, I'm no. not snitching. Um, that ain't no snitch. And like all the while, Lewis is kind of dealing with what kind of sent him to prison as well. Um, because he has a meeting with this group called the Restorative Justice Counselors who facilitate a meeting between him and like the victim's sister mm-hmm. to kind of for him to kind of apologize to the victim's sister. And at the same time, he has like meetings with his, his social worker to, who's kind of like, oh, have you thought about what you're going to do when you get out in terms of jobs and things like that? So all in all, it's kind of a a bit of a one man band type of movie. There's very obviously very minimal people in it. That the cast is quite small, even though he is in a maximum security prison. And I think this is the first film that actually has been shot in a real life maximum security prison. Oh, sick! Because mm-hmm. it was actually legit shot in a prison, and what, a functioning prison. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's a man who's basically like dealing with 
being incarcerated for so long that that's become normal to him. And now like going out into the world is like, whoa. There's even periods of time where you kind of think, is this guy gonna fuck up this release and actually stay in jail <laughs> because he doesn't want to be outside? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then at the same time, you've got this kind of like real fatherly coaching figure that's happening between him and this Beecher guy and him trying to like educate this kid on like surviving essentially. And the kid's thing is like, you're leaving in five weeks. <laughs> so you're telling me not to do this. Do this yeah, and yeah. then what happens? I'm the one who's gonna have to deal with it once you're gone type thing. Um, and then you're dealing with him kind of being not even well respected amongst the prisoners, but also the, the staff because the investigator really respects him. The social worker respects him. Like they treat him as a little bit of a, uh, you know, a wise, a wise one, which I guess why it's called, you know, OG. OG yeah. yeah. Like I said, it's distinctive because the first movie filmed in an active maximum security prison with actual inmates and um, correction officers. So the, every, the people in the cast were actually part of, they're actually part of the functioning prison. And it's a really, really amazing performance from Jeffrey Wright because a lot of it is based around his acting. And I feel like a lot of people probably will find it, some people may find it a bit boring because there's not really much going on. He's in jail. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of it is a based around how he acts and a lot of it is based around studying his acting ability and how he really tells the story. Jeffrey Wright is a really good actor because he really does add a lot of layers to an otherwise very one-dimensional story. A guy in jail, he's about to get released. But there's all these things going on behind the eyes. And I think that's why he's such a such a good actor. I just think it's really compelling. And, um, you know, it's got a really high rating on Rotten Tomatoes, had really good reviews. So, yeah, I would advise that you check it out. Um, I don't know if people have logins to HBO Go. Maybe you're like Michael and you share your logins with your friends. <laughs> um, but as it is an HBO movie, I think you can only stream it from HBO Go. But maybe you can get it on um dvd or amazon prime or something like that maybe look into it but it's, it's a really really good movie and i think it really gives an insight into um people as well who've been to jail for something that they've done but they've actually now changed mm -hmm. and being able to visualize that in some kind of way shape or form on screen is is um is actually quite good and yeah jeffrey wright bangs so yeah good actor good performance question good story. i was just reading up on this and yeah. everything else the beacher guy he's a real prisoner yeah i think so wow. oh wow yeah he's in jail for 36 years right yeah. it's mad it won't be allowed that 2051 well maybe, well maybe when he gets out he can start acting <laughs> <laughs> that's nice wouldn't he be like 70 when he gets out boy 2051 that's a long time yeah i believe <laughs> i believe jeffrey wright and i believe the actors in the film there's only two of them that are actually real actors Oh, wow. So how how was he acting in the film? Who Beecher? Really yeah. good. What was it? Really really good. That's decent. But he's okay. playing he's playing himself. He's mm. playing a gang member. Do you know what I mean? It's so it's the truth. Mm. It's a yeah. truthful performance. But that, but just because someone's played themselves doesn't mean they'll be good at it. Mm. Yeah, true. Because like, I mean, once the cameras come on, it might. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it I guess for him, because I know how hard it is to learn scripts and like try and like you're a performer yourself mm. so you know like it is a difficult thing for him to remember all of that and to act well as well it must be pretty well, intelligent he's, in prison, he's got a lot of time to learn the lines mm, it's still not that easy it's not easy i'm not saying it's not easy <laughs> but, but it's, you know what i mean <laughs> it really like what this film we see films about prison all the time and i think if you're somebody who likes things like shawshank redemption mm -hmm. you will like it but it's a real it's a realistic depiction of what actually happens in prison. Because even Lewis in his cell, like 
he's got like these little things like he makes that like, pot noodle in his cell and then he pours it then he rinses like from how he brushes his teeth to how he um eats to how like th- do you know what i mean like even because yeah. th- there's even a bit when they when the lights come on and he wakes up he does like a little mini shower in the cell like he doesn't go to the main showers like he kind of like rub brushes his armpits the sp- like it's a real like to me it's a realistic depiction like he's got like a little light in his room that he switches on and turns on when he wants to read you know they've got like contraband um headphones when they want to play music and things like that so to me it like really focuses on what what we may already know prison culture to be like but actually puts it quite realistically because things like Shawshank Redemption does it but it's 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 a bit of a more stylized version Mm. this is like real because it is real inmates real prison it is the way it functions and and I don't really know how um they worked out with the prison to film there and have him be in a proper cell and all that kind of stuff Mm. but yeah I mean it really focuses on Lewis's struggle to keep his nose clean which i'm sure is probably a realistic thing for a lot of prisoners when they come into jail and they kind of just want to mind their own business and do their time yeah but then end up getting sucked into things that they didn't really want to get sucked into and yeah um and it goes to show that even someone who's been there for like years and years can still kind of get sucked into like stuff when they're not they're trying to keep their nose clean or they're three weeks from being out and they did you know they wouldn't want to get into any trouble some stuff goes down in the film which you may or may not jeopardize lewis's release i'll leave that i won't give you any spoilers i'll leave that to you to to watch it yeah what would you give it i would give it a um an eight out of ten really thought-provoking film it's a sundance number so you know (laughs) you know you love sundance i love it i love it no do you know i'm gonna watch it because my boyfriend did mention it i love a sundance yeah yeah it's um definitely watch it and um yeah i give it an eight nice so that was my spotlight michael take it away <laughs> i'm staying out of this <laughs> <laughs> well i watched it so i'm gonna be in it i know that's why you're gonna be in it all right cool so my spotlight for today is a film called us now i know it's relatively new so i'll be short and i'll try my best not to <laughs> give away spoilers. any spoilers because i know I a few people can, haven't watched it no, like, you know what? i've listened to i've listened to i watched um winston duke's interview on the breakfast club and they were trying they, i mean the spoilers were i mean hella, i think i think hella in there i think i don't think you can like the read podcast what? talked about it as you well think they, I, they can't. A lot of I don't think you can really spoil it because someone's gonna watch it and not even understand like oh yeah everyone's interpretations are so different different, okay let me let me go through mine and then we can discuss at the end of it okay so i'm going to try and touch on the bits which were mainly in the trailers when i'm describing it so everyone has an idea and i'm not spoiling it too much the film is written and directed by jordan pill did I say his name right? Yeah, yeah. Peel. Jordan Peele. Peel. Um, it's basically. <laughs> <Jordan> <laughs> <laughs> it's basically his follow up from um, Get Out, as most of us have already watched. But not a follow up from Get Out. It's just his. It's his. It's, 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 yeah. Sophomore. Well, it is, it is his next project, isn't it? Yeah. It stars two people from one of my favorite films, Black Panther, um, Lupita Nyong'o, and Winston Duke Mbaku. Bad man, you know. Funny enough, I didn't actually realize it was Mboku until after I've watched the film, and I was like, "Are you joking? Seriously?" He, no, do you know what that, it is? Come the on, he gives his yeah, it's different. Some, That's why completely different. Oh, I know he played. Yeah, I know his. Like to the point where you don't. Not his tether. Yeah. I know his tethered is. I, I've heard. I've heard anyway. Like he's, heard. There's no attractive yeah. bone. Like <laughs> the people, the people I watched it with, they were like, "Oh wait, hold up." But was he's. That 
he's an actor, guys. Yeah. That's true. No, but when you watch, you I just know. Like, but sometimes you watch actors and you're <laughs> thinking, mm, it looks good. Mm, it looks good. No, not in this film. But in this film, it's just yeah. like, nah. That's because like, Esther's Yoruba. You, you like, <laughs> you like, you like that Yoruba energy. Oh <laughs> man! If he's giving Yoruba energy, he's dead. <laughs> So Lupita and Winston, they're basically a mother and father of two kids who decide to go on a vacation to um, a summer house sort of thing near a lake. Again, this is white people shit. <laughs> black people don't go to summer vacations on a lake. Funny enough. It wasn't a Funny lake. Enough. It wasn't a lake. Yeah, no, but black, come on, black, there was people, a lake. black people don't have... What do you mean? Wasn't there a lake? No, vaca- I mean, Santa, what was it? Santa, there was a lake. Santa Cruz. Do black people have summer <laughs> vacation homes, though? To be black honest, people. the reason why they went on that vacation was because of the white people. They kind of... Get, I've been inviting them to come to this like, summer mm. house and then decide to go. They finally take up the offer. But anyway, their summer house, though, no? it was their house. That's it's, what I'm saying. It's her. Oh it's yeah, her, true. It's her mum's house. Yeah. However, the vacation is cut short when like a family, some random family that looks exactly like them, just turns up on their driveway, and um, shows up outside their house and begins to wreak havoc on their life. Yeah. That's the short synopsis. That's the the tethered versions. Yeah. Okay. Well. I don't think in any of the trailers they've spoken about Tethered or whatnot, so I don't really want to, but yeah. Anyway, no, they're, they're in the... They're in the, <laughs> they're in the yeah, but we don't know what they are. They're just like people who look like them, innit? Yeah, we so don't know just, that we can just call them the Tethered. They don't need to explain why. Call them the Tethered, <laughs> anyway. Now, that's the short... I don't want to tell anymore. That's basically what happens. The family mm. shows up and they just begin to wreak havoc and things just escalate from there. Um, the reason why I've kind of selected this film, jumping straight in for my spotlight, is because it's had su- it's had a few stick from quite a few people actually who said, "Oh, don't bother watching it; it's not that great." Da, 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 da. But I'm the type of person who will watch something and then I'll make my own opinion of what I think about the film, and I actually really really liked it. I think the film is kind of different from any other kind of horror film I've watched in quite some time. I think it's entertaining. It was spooky. It had like real, really funny scenes in it. Don't give me funny. <laughs> it had really okay when I finished. It had really funny scenes in it, and I, I felt it was kind of balanced between like the horror, the entertainment, the spookiness, and the ba- and the um comedic scenes, but it also keeps in line with like what horror is meant to be meaning like if we talk about get out which was kind of meant to be some sort of horror but get out focused more on the social undertone and commentary and hilarious scene whereas us focuses more on like the horror kind of scenes in its creepy music the blood the killing the way the characters are actually killed and um, characters creeping around and jumping around the corner and just I jumping at you. Scott Carf. Blood, it's mad. Um, that was, that I, was interesting. <laughs> I also really love the weird music and the way the music is kind of yeah, creepy I as that. well. I got, I got five on it. It's yeah, a weird remix. The soundtrack is a bit. Mm. The soundtrack is a bit mad because I listened to the soundtrack on um, it's on Spotify, especially the remix to I've Got Five on it. Like you just said, mm. it's nuts. Like when you're playing it, you want to hear it, but at the same time you're like, nah, this is creepy. Even the introductory when it first starts that music that they had at the beginning was just mad anyway another reason why i really liked it was because um inter- you can interpret the film in so many different ways when you speak to different people everyone's got a different interpretation yeah when you speak to different people they've got a different idea of what they feel like what happened in the film the ending what it's all about 
he leaves you it's about a representation of united states of america and they're saying us stands for united states <laughs> yeah it leaves you a bit mind boggled and it's very ambiguous because you can make up what you feel like the film is about but i think the twist is a bit predictable though I don't f- well. Really. I don't think it was watching the film. Watching it, no, it wasn't. You it think at one at point you think, oh no, it can't be. No, it and can't then, be. Yeah, so. I didn't think it was. I when it got to the end, I was like, what? Anyway, I haven't seen it. But, but, by the way, but I'm just it it, it gives you enough to make your own decision and to define what you think um, the film is about. Now, some critics say it's the type of film you have to watch a couple of times, and each time you watch it, you view it through a different lens because you know, kind of, you've watched the previous, you've watched it, and then you're watching it again, and you see something that you missed the first time around, and you're like, oh, right, I didn't actually see that. Oh, is that what's happening there? Um, for example, what, what. I think you need to watch it twice, most people are saying. I think so, yeah. Because what your pers- because the, the reason why you may need to watch it twice is when you watch it once and you get to the end and you see the twist, when you watch it a second time, you'll be thinking, you, you, the way your brain works will kind of twist it because you begin to perceive, like, who's actually the enemy? Who's the bad person? Is it her? Is it him? Is it... And watching it a second time will be actually different. And it's, oh man, it's it's just brilliantly made, I think. And the twist kind of helps it. And there's so many fan theories out there. Like if you listen to a few of them, everyone has like what they expect the film was trying to show you at the end and what the scenes actually mean. And you will go, wow. And you think, oh, right, I didn't actually think about that. I've watched it two times just to see what some of these guys were talking about. It's a decent film to watch. If you do get the opportunity, I think you need to watch it because it is good. Don't listen to people if Obviously, they say... Obviously, you know I won't be watching it. I've said it. Oh, you don't already. like I horrors. Don't you need horror. to watch it, no, man. You really no, should watch no. it. You might like it. And Sorry. <laughs> and I think most of all who watched it and most of the people who are criticising or who are talking about it a lot and who may have watched... Have you, you haven't watched Get Out yet? Yeah. With Get Out, you kind of understood what the movie was about, watching it from beginning to the end. By the time you got to the end, you're like, oh that's what it's about I know but with get, us get out has um sorry to interrupt i know get out has a lot of symbolism yeah does that happen in us as well us is different us no, is it focused does. it does okay yeah it does it actually does. i was just thinking but it's not as blatant yeah 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 yeah, okay. yeah yeah whereas when you're watching us you've been left with somewhat a bit confused yeah. by the end of us and okay. you're trying to figure out like rah what did i just watch what just happened so you do have to go back and watch it a second time or you do have to go back and listen to the way some people have described it on like YouTube or whatever platform you want to use. <laughs> so that's where some people may have been like, oh, it's crap because they didn't really understand it or they didn't get it or they didn't get... It went over their heads. Exactly. Okay. It's like, you know, if you watch um, what's called um, Inception and you do not concentrate, you will get lost and you think, what the hell's going on? Yeah. I still don't. I tried it again. And us is like a horror time version. Like, you have to pay attention. You have to pay attention to understand what's going on. And it does go back and forth and then it kind of clicks. That's why I shouldn't watch it because I'll be watching it through my fingers. Nah, you won't. You won't. You won't. It's not that scary. I don't like. (laughs) I just asked you. Somebody got their nuts cut off. I'm not seeing it. Yeah, but that's not really a horror, is it? That's just a thriller type thing. It's not. not, But apparently the killings are very graphic they are yeah I they are very graphic yeah, but, but it's not like uh, but then we to... kind of watch our horrors so like yeah but i don't like horror, horror. i wouldn't okay. like watch a and get out is not a horror get no. out is a thriller 
you know? Yeah. But still. This um, one's more of a thriller. It's not really a Do you know what? I, Jordan Peele, I'm I'm with you in spirit, but I, I'm not patronizing <laughs> the movie. I, maybe I might watch Us, but I'm, no. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm I not going to watch should. it. I'm I not. Watch I think it. you I'm should. You yeah. should. So, like, I liked it. If um, anyone wants to take me on a date so I can grab hold of your big, <laughs> muscly arm when I get scared, <laughs> let me know. I've watched it two times. Um, and oh, okay. each time I watched it, I did view it kind of differently, mainly because of the twist and listening to fan theories and then watching it again and then seeing bits that I kind of missed. So I liked it and I gave it, uh, I'm split between 7.5 and 8. And I think we'll I might, give it a 7.8. I think I'll give it a 7. <laughs> <laughs> that's a mid, that's a yeah, I'll give it a 7.8. Okay. I, I think it's worth the watch. Okay. So, so when I watched it, I was, I just, yeah, I just thought, what is this? Like, not that it was bad, but, I was just like, what, what? I just thought, nah. But then I thought, you know what? Let me watch all these like YouTube videos and mm. see, like the what things the, I missed. The and literally from the first scene, not even the scene, yeah. the, at this writing at the beginning, yeah, that alludes to things that happen in the yeah. film. Mm-hmm. And if you miss that, you, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when I watched the, I watched two explanation videos, and I was like. Oh, <laughs> and then if you when you look at it and you realize everything that Jordan Peele did, if you think too much about it, you think okay, but that can't happen because that doesn't make sense. Yeah, obviously yeah. it's a film, like it's not. Mm. You know, there's things that actually do not make sense. Yeah, but there's a lot of things that there is like symbolism, but it's unless you um, what's these these um like explanations, <laughs> you'll be so confused. But I think now that I've watched it. I see the genius behind it. Yeah. I mean, I might not have been, when I was watching, really enjoyed it, but I was curious enough to want to find out what I watched. Mm. Like, it was, even like the video that the girl was watching at the beginning with everyone holding hands. Holding hands, yeah. They hands explained, America. Yeah, yeah they explained yeah, like the significance of that yeah. in the 80s yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. Do you know what I mean? I mean, if you think about it too much because you'd be like, okay, where did everyone get the scissors from? Like, mm. you'd be like, things like that. However, Certain things you kind of just kind of. But there's an element of horror movies that are not meant to make sense. Yeah, yeah, some general. things. Yeah, some things don't make sense. Like, I mean, it's like when you watch Scream. It's like, how did the guy get in the house? Like, you know I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. the guy locked the door. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think there's an element of horror movies that aren't supposed to make sense yeah, anyway. Yeah. So yeah. I I accept that. But there there was a lot of things that I thought, okay, that's actually quite cleverly done. Um, oh, that makes sense. Oh, I didn't even think of that. I guess sometimes if you don't know the reference to something, mm. you won't know. But there's even things that were in the background that when you watch these explanation videos, they'll be yeah, like, no, they'll point this was to there it, yeah. because, they, do you know what I mean? Like even. But do you think, do you think that that's too much though? Do you think Jordan Peele's trying to do too much? You know what? I, I had this argument with my, when I was in year 10 and um, <laughs> we were doing poetry and I would always ask my teacher, is this what the poet really meant? Like, this, this is the, the is the alliteration of the W really wind you know symbol for wind yeah, or something yeah, yeah. and then she'll be like everything that you see, you read that a person whether it's they're writing it or is visual things are a lot of especially you know people that take their craft seriously everything yeah. is there means something for yeah, a reason. yeah I feel like that that's the that's the vibe that Jordan Peele is giving me yeah anyway, very that nothing. Much. Nothing in his film is by accident. Yeah. Everything Not is even on the tiniest of props like Every, is in there ev- by accident. Everything is on purpose. That's got to give you brain overload, though, man. I know, I know it does, but that's what I'm My saying. Like, you have, if I've, you love your craft, you're going to put things in there to make you... Like, so just example, as long as he doesn't like, start doing it too much. You like brain Sundance films or shows, whatever, because it stimulates your brain and it makes you think about 
stuff <laughs> which is happening in life it's and whatnot <laughs> and i think that's what he's trying to do as well make people think about what he's trying to portray what he's trying to produce mm. and it, it, the film does do that both of the films have done that yeah. they've they've just made you need to watch them man or get someone with you to sit down and that's watch it said, look, if, if somebody with big musty arms will take me out on a date <laughs> take me out on a date Bougie cinemas only, please. Them, them ones where I can order a drink to the chair. I've had to, oh, I haven't taken you to Locks ever. What's Locks? Oh man, you're missing that, don't you? You shouldn't be taking me to Locks anyway, Michael. You're a married man. <laughs> <laughs> you see what? Let I someone mean, who's single worry. take me to Locks. <laughs> so yeah, buff things at me in it. What would you so. give it? I think when I watched it, um, I probably would give it. Can I ask a question actually yeah. first? When you first watched it, was your judgment casted because of what people have told you about the film? No, or? because people, some even like literally... You watched it quite quickly after it came out, though. Yeah, you? I watched it like the week it came out. Mm. Um, when I, literally when we finished watching it, I saw a tweet, it was amazing. Like, different people were saying different things. I yeah. heard good things about it. Yeah. My partner didn't hear good things about it, but we yeah, watched it anyway. And I saw Melissa say something about it was good, but it was all a bit flat. Yeah, like it comment. wasn't, it was just... When I was watching it, maybe because I, I don't know, it just, it, I just didn't get excited watching it. Mm. But then when I went to go and to look, look at, re- like basically research, yeah, 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 it was like okay, that, that. I, I got, I got it. Yeah. So yeah, when I initially watched it, I'd give it like a five. Yeah. Now knowing like the symbolism behind some of the things and all that stuff, I'd give it like maybe a seven. Okay. Mm. I preferred I when I went to watch Get Out, I enjoyed Get Out, but I don't know if that's because it was blatant and obviously i'm a black person yeah, so yeah. i can it's right in front of you <laughs> yeah. and they'll show that you know white I mean? girls are dodged sometimes but anyway mm. okay. you know white people left the cinema some white, <laughs> people, some white people left the cinema really when we're watching get out yeah oh wow and i thought wow you punk they just didn't want to be it stuck. just made them that uncomfortable they didn't want to be stuck in the car park after the movie was finished <laughs> 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 they were like we gotta go all right cool well thanks for those spotlights guys so obviously um us is in the cinema at the moment, so that's where you can catch it there. Working Mums is on Netflix, and like I said, with my spotlight, um, I don't know, check out HBO Go um, and like research kind of where you can watch it. Yo, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Stop the record, yo, stop the record. Hold up. What would you do? Now we're on to what would you do? Michael is um, taking us through a scenario today. Michael, what's your scenario? So my scenario for what would you do is taken from Spider-Man. I've forgotten which Spider-Man it is actually, but anyway, let's just say Spider-Man. Now, yeah, (laughs) there's a scene where Peter, aka Spider-Man, needs to save someone. Hobgoblin throws two people off a rooftop. Mm -hmm. So he, he throws the kids and he throws the love of his life, Mary Jane, mm-hmm. off the roof. Now, you've got to save one of them. And I'm keeping it relatively straightforward. You have to save only one of them. You can't save both of them. You have mm-hmm. to save only one. Would you save the busload of, like, 24 kids that you don't know who still have their life to live, grow up, mm-hmm. get with their parents and stuff one like that? You might save the cure AIDS. Yeah. Or would you save the absolute love of your life, the person you can't live without and you need by your side forever till death do you part? Well, it depends on how m- if she's annoyed me that day or not. <laughs> <laughs> if we've beefed that day, I don't know, but I might just save the kids. <laughs> um, I feel, okay, I feel like it's a bit 
different for like the average folk. It's obviously Spider-Man, his purpose is to, you know, save, no? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? With great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, and I feel like there's going to be times that you have to sacrifice your own. Yeah, but it's, you're, it's still a person at the do. end of the day. No, yeah, I but know. the point is, what would you do? That's the second. No, this is kind of like Jesus sacrificing his only child for you know to save us. Are you Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know what? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Well, remember, once your girl dies, like, I mean, it's not just a case that it's your girl; it's a case that it's a person as well. On both ways, like, it's your wife or when, your husband. Oh man, it's your husband. I'm, okay, I'm okay. I think. How many people are? It's a busload of kids. It's a busload of kids. Like a ye- you know the yellow bus, school bus. School bus. They were going to the museum, and then they got caught in the crossfire. <laughs> okay, I want to pick my partner, mm-hmm. but then I think if I picked my partner, I'd be. I feel horrible because I thought that's not the right thing to do. Mm. But then I feel like if I picked the kids. Even though they're all, you know, I'll be a hero. I'll be, they'll be all t- internally, you know, internally grateful and all that stuff. But but then you'll be crying. But then I'll be like miserable for the rest I'm of your life because the like, life, like <laughs> I had to be choose crying. between killing her. Killing her. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I don't. Do you know what? I just wouldn't choose. I'll save somebody else because I'm sure it's the what? world. You leave both of them somebody to die. Else will be in need. You leave both I'll of them to myself. die. I'll, what does the judge do in the case? The recuse. You leave They'll both recuse, of them to die. Themselves. How can you what? leave both How to die? How am I supposed to save my man and and let the kids die? I can't live okay, with that. Okay, when you think about this, yeah, like for example, especially if it's like this is my husband, he might be the father of my children, yeah, all this stuff. Mm. So obviously, I'm not just killing. If not killing, but I'm not just letting my husband die. You're I'm letting, letting the father, the, fa- the father of my children. <laughs> Pass away because I. I Do you know what? Yeah, if my future future husband was here, he'd be like, "You better save me." (laughs) (laughs) You better save. You know what? I think I think it's it's very selfish, but I think I would pick my. I don't even think it's selfish. I'd pick my husband. I don't know them kids. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I know. Do you know what? Either way, I'm sure sure somebody else would be getting hit by a car at that exact moment. I'll (laughs) save them. No, I'm joking. Um. Yeah, I'm picking my husband. Yeah, and I think I'm looking at it because I'm not in a position of power like that. Like, yeah. I don't, do you know what I mean? I'm not. But then it's the greater good. Oh, the, man, that's what I'm saying. The greater good is great. I mean, good is that's the 24 kid. kids, maybe, man. Maybe if I was like <laughs> the, the children's teacher, I would look at it differently. But I think because if it's literally, I do not. Yeah, know but the even if you're, you're the children's teacher, you, your husband is still about to die. <laughs> no, I know, but I feel like you'd at least you'd know the children. Like you'd have more of a connection. They would understand if someone decided to pick the children. Listen, I'm Spider Man. I'll save both. <sighs> nah, you can't. You must be able to, or you must think that some. You know, maybe I, sh- I would really love to see what <laughs> Archie would have Archie saved. Be, you know? yeah. yeah, I think it would be. For the purposes girl. of this segment, I'll just I'll save my husband. I think I would say Michael. I would save my partner. <laughs> Are you, you saving kids? Since since I raised this. Oh my god! Wait, <laughs> a twist. What if your kids were in the bus? Oh, 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 I'm saving my kids. Hundred percent saving my kids. I can't find out. She said I can't find it. You know what? The husband that she was willing to let 24 kids die for you know, 10, 10 seconds ago. You know what's ago, mad? Before she was willing to let 24 kids die 10 seconds ago for her husband. Now she's saying I can find another husband. Wow. You know what's, you know what's mad? Before this. Wow. Bef- before I picked this, I was trying to decide which one to pick because I was going to say my other, like, what would you do? Would it be like, I can't remember if you guys remember iRobot where you have to, he had to save like the kids. Say you were um, 
Will Smith and you had to jump into the water and you had to save either your kids or your wife and you could only save one mm. as to which one you'd pick. And I'm, I know me and Susan have always mind-boggled, like, what would we actually do? Because, like, I don't know, we're Christians, so, like, my wife should come first. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in this stance, obviously... If your kids were on the bus I'll and I'll your husband, you save your kids. I'll save my kids. Well, and it's not that we have kids it. mean what more. Actually, no, the kids mean more. Well, you could say you could save your husband because he could give you more kids. Yeah, but I that's what see. That's where the argument lies because yeah. that's what me and Susan were saying. Okay, because but what about menopause? But you're not because I was like to Susan, you know what? Yeah, technically, well, if I saved you, drive. we can have more kids. <laughs> like, yeah, but, but if I if I save my children. kids, will my kids hate me for like saving them and like what letting yeah, mom die? Yeah, it's dies. sticky. It's sticky. Like, it's sticky. So it's a mad one. It's no, sticky. I, I, do you know what? Any parent, I would not. I would understand if they chose their children over their spouse. Over their spouse. Yeah, oh, I mean, there is there is that that you know thought that the kids have a life to live, whereas the parent has lived a life. It's mm. not even that. I think it's also <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just don't want to. I don't this. think it's even, no, no. I think it's not even that because, especially like when it's like something has come out of you. Like this is someone that you've nurtured for and fed and Mate, clothed. you've also nurtured My and fed mom. and clothed your husband. Your husband. <laughs> well, like, I hope. I hope not. You work. You work together. Like no, I know, but I to just build think, a I home. Think, Naturally, and I think my husband would want me to choose the children as well. Same way, and if then, it was my husband had to pick between me and the children. Well, I then would that's the what we would do. I would ask my husband in a moment, who should I save? Tell me, you or the kids, and then where, whichever way he directs but me. But if what this I was say. like that's a mad. like a you know superhero show or something, obviously Spider Man. Mm. Normally, like he manages to do both. They manages to do both, or somebody else helps out and saves the other person, so everyone everyone survives. That's true, but that's not the case right now. Yeah, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's sticky. I don't think we'll agree, we'll agree on this one, so yeah. It's a, it's Michael, a, what would you do? If your kids were on the bus and Susan was dangling? Uh, oh, boy. Yeah. See, I, I, I spoke with Susan about this. Like, if we ever, God forbid, in this type of scenario, what would we do? Who should I say first? And obviously, we've said, okay, just get the kids, allow it. I'll, I'll forgive you. Just get the kids. Um, in this scenario, where it's kids, I don't even know. I'm like, but then their parents are there screaming, "My kids!" Oh no, they're not but there. They're yeah, but your kids are on the bus. <sighs> but well, you know like, what? Uh, it's dicky. So I think I, don't, I think we'll come. We'll bring that to a close. Let's get digital. So Esther, well, what is your let's get digital? <laughs> well, this week has been quite a challenge to be honest <laughs> because I haven't seen anything that's like well anything TV film related anyway that's been side slapping or I've thought this is actually funny. So I have to pick one that Archie put in the group. Mm-hmm. I mean he's not here, but this is kind of. It's a joint, let's get digital, because I'm using his picture. <laughs> Shared with Archie. Yeah. So, obviously, um, oh, do you know what? I even forgot what the film is called. This film that you... That Endgame, that one. Yeah. No, it's... Yeah. It, well, Endgame is coming out, Infinity War is the one that's come out already. What? Endgame is coming out. Oh, yeah, the fi- Infinity War is the one that came out yeah. last year. Okay, I, I've watched that. Okay. So, <laughs> I watched that's like, yeah, 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 I've seen that. Oh, that's yeah, me, yeah. I've seen, I've seen that. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm not even building this up to. Yeah, 
<laughs> there's no fire and fire no, and no, vim. No, but I saw it's funny though. I did see it's funny. So um, yeah. Thing? So on Twitter, someone has tweeted that man Thanos really chucks his daughter off a cliff to ice out his wrist, and someone retweeted, retweeted and replied to brother, all that for a drop of clout. <laughs> now people, uh, do you know what? We have to post these things. Don't worry, it's gonna be on our Twitter because people will just be look listening to what I'm saying and be like, is that is that it? Nah, but it's funny. But obviously, Thanos really did chuck his daughter off a cliff to ice out his wrist. That's like how to get the, to get that <laughs> to get that like the modern day Rolly in that. Oh, I mean, man. that's kind of like your. What would you do? What would you do? Yeah. Is that what you got it from? No, you didn't go no, to no, Spider Man. No. <laughs> 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 Wait, hold up. What? <laughs> we're gonna glaze over that yeah it's um a sim- it's a similar thing, yeah we we spoke about it briefly when kg was here didn't we because he was he was talking about the fact that oh, yeah. um fanos chucked um gamora off the off the cliff but yeah do, do you think that this means that fanos is black secretly <laughs> oh, he, even looks, he even looks like a nigga oh, <laughs> he oh, looks man. Black. oh man say that man, man would do anything for that roly yeah that i start i start them infinity 100%. infinity stones and that <laughs> Oh, well, damn. anyway, it's a funny. What would you do if you're a fan of? Um, yeah, if you're a fan of them if you're things. a fan of them things, which Esther obviously isn't, <laughs> given the build up. <laughs> then you enjoy. But it. this one really made us chuckle in the group. To be honest, I actually forwarded it to a couple of people because I thought it was um it was actually pretty funny. But yeah, so that man Thanos <laughs> really chucked his daughter off a cliff to ice out his wrist. <laughs> All of like that for a drop of clout. And on that note, we move swiftly on to the final segment, which is our fortnightly recommendation. And I am offering up the fortnightly recommendation today. And it actually took me quite a while to come up with this, but this is one of my favorite films. And um, I thought I'd recommend it because it's one of those films that really flies under the radar. Not a lot of people know about it. The film is called Dogma. Yeah, so Dogma stars Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. And they play two angels by the name of Loki and Bartleby. Yeah. Loki and Bartleby, they've been cast out of heaven because basically they were on crud. Um, that's not in the film description, by the way. That's just <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they were basically on crud and they've been exiled of all places to Wisconsin in America. Nobody wants to be in a Wisconsin. So basically they're miserable. Um, and they hear about this kind of like trendy bishop who basically wants to give the church like an upbeat new image and he's rededicating a cathedral in New Jersey. Basically anyone entering into the cathedral will get um, a plenary indulgence, which means you are in a state of grace and all temporal punishment. So basically like all sin is going to be wiped away. So the two angels basically see it as their way that they can re-enter heaven. That if they enter the cathedral at the moment where this um, plenary indulgence happens, their sin will be wiped away and God will have to let them back into heaven. Mm. So Bartleby and Loki see this as a basically a loophole to get qualified, to qualify for entering back into heaven. But the problem is, well, apart from the obvious problem, that the church basically rules that govern men, not angels. So they're kind of trying to pull the wool over God's eyes, essentially. So the, what then happens is that an angel by the name of Metatron appears to um, a lady called Bethany who gets told that she is actually the last surviving descendant of Jesus Christ. And she is meant to essentially stop these angels from getting into heaven. Mm-hmm. So they all basically go out on a mission 
they collect people as they go along. Chris Rock is in there and he joins um, on the mission. And they pick up loads of other, you know, strays upon the way. They all hop in a car together to basically go and try and stop these angels from getting into heaven. Um, and that's the premise of the film, essentially. I won't go into too many spoilers and stuff. There's loads of things that happen along the way. Um, God is introduced in the film as well. And God ends up being Alanis Morissette, which is hilarious. Oh, okay, wow. <laughs> but it is actually one of the funniest films that you will ever see in your life. Yeah. It is actually hilarious. And it takes the piss out of religion a little bit as well. Yep. And some some people who are religious might, I'm sure, probably when it probably when it came out, a lot of the Catholics probably weren't too happy with it. But if you're somebody, you know, you're a Christian and you don't take life too seriously and you like to enjoy entertainment, Dogma is the film for you. Definitely watch it. Chris Rock is hilarious. Um, everybody else is hilarious in it as well. And um, it's a really good watch. It's a really nice, entertaining film that kind of doesn't take you know takes doesn't take the Bible too seriously. Yeah. But there are some really detailed biblical facts in it as well. You know, the fact that, you know, everybody does, not everybody, but a lot of people do talk about the fact that Jesus' skin was a lot darker. <laughs> um, so obviously that's where Chris Rock kind of highlights that that side of it by making, I guess, light of the situation. Mm. And he talks about the fact that he was the 13th disciple. No, oh. um, and he got written out of the Bible because he was black. So um, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Esther's telling you to get over it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's my fortnightly recommendation. And that brings us nicely to the end of the pod. Make sure you follow us on our socials. Yeah. We have um, a Twitter page, which is at FYVP podcast. And then we've now got a new Instagram page, which is at FYVP dot podcast. If you want to follow us, and we will start putting out content on the Instagram page very shortly. But obviously follow our channels. We're active on Twitter. We've got um, a giveaway running on Twitter at the moment. So if you want to get some free shit. Go and follow us and follow all the rules. Yeah, can I can I um apply? No. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's it. Any any more for any more? No, just have a good two weeks. Yeah, have a good couple of weeks until we're back with you for episode seven. We do have a guest for episode seven as well. Woo! So if you enjoyed KG coming on the show, there's gonna be some additional bants from someone. We won't reveal who it is yet, but you know. Tune in to episode seven and you will find out who the guest is and basically join in all the chatter. Uh, and remember, guys, say East London. Follow, follow, follow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my days. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> um, I have been Dariqua. I've of been. Dariqua the Explorer. <laughs> I've been Mr. M, a.k.a. Michael. I've been Esther. And we have we miss you, Archie. Archie, Archie the ghost, the third. No man crossing his legs today. Oh. I know. <laughs> oh my god! You know, I was gonna send you a picture because there was one guy in the office the other day who had his legs crossed and he had his laptop on the crossed of the legs and he was really? working on it. How? And I was gonna try and film, but then I thought it was a bit rude. Right. But, um, <laughs> but anyway, um, take it easy. Say East London. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, big up, Posty. Okay, everybody, that's a wrap. <laughs> you are listening, you are listening to, to, to For Your Viewing Pleasure. pleasure.